If you're focused and passionate and driven, um, you can achieve anything you want to achieve in life. Let's suppose that you were able every night to dream any dream you wanted to dream. And a lot of things that we want to do, a lot of places we would like to go, a lot of things we would like to experience. Here's how to really cash in on this year. Number one, get serious. Life is serious. That's basically it. Welcome to Brett Talk, uh, the podcast where me, Brett, uh, will answer your advice. Uh, you can message me at Brett Talk Podcast on Instagram or Facebook, Brett Thomas, and I'll try to get your advice. I've done stuff from the difference between the different screwdrivers to uh, budgeting. And uh, how to budget to buy a screwdriver in case you need some for your house for home repairs. How long was that screwdriver episode, Brett? It was just a part. <laughs> it was like a minute uh, from it. Um, the, I know I'm, I'm not the biggest handyman, but I understand there's two types of screwdrivers. Yeah, well, that's what someone actually commented was a screwdriver. So, see, I do I do them all. You're the you're in every man's like full. He'll take care yeah. of anyone's jack problem. jack of all trades. There we go. Uh, today my guest is Mike Strength. Hey man, thank you for having me on. No problem. Thanks for coming on. This is really cool. I could hear myself with through headphones, which is something we were talking about before this started. I I never hear myself, and so I kind of hate it, but it's good. So uh, I can level my voice. I like hearing you. Oh, thank you, Brett. You got a good you got a good like calming voice. Thank you. You could do. Like, there's those podcasts where people tell stories to put people to sleep. I think you'd be good at that as well. Oh, and thanks. that's not like a dig. I think you have just like a nice calming voice. Thank you. Maybe I could get into like audio books mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, you could read the Bible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's some like actually like really boring chapters because like some chapters will just be like, just like people in a family and how they're all related. I know. it. Yeah. The Bible's awful. Poorly written, if you ask me. <laughs> I just feel like there's no editing. I feel like everyone got to add their piece, and no one was like, maybe we should compromise. And it was like, no, I want to do the chapter with uh, this whole family. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like, I, I never really read the Bible myself. I just had it read to me by, like, for all intents and purposes, a pedophile every Sunday growing oh, up. <laughs> well, it's a priest. But, like, so, like, I, I don't know if they were, allegedly. But uh, so they would just read. It was like the most, like, storybook book I've ever had in my entire life, and I would just be so fucking bored as a child. Hey, that's yeah. pastor pedophile to you, pal. <laughs> Old PP. <laughs> there are actually, like, stories, like, in the Bible that, like, Christians that, like, in it are said to be made up. They're called, like, parables, and they yeah. weren't even real. They're, like, stuff Jesus told to, yeah. um, like, teach people lessons. Were you raised religious? Yeah. Yeah, did it stick or No. No. Yeah, same. I, I I assumed it didn't, but like, yeah, I don't know, it just never did. What ages were you going to church and stuff? They made me go. What were you raised Catholic or anything? Uh, non-denominational nice. Christian. So you're like, you guys had like grape juice and like yeah. magicians at your church. Yeah, um, magicians. <laughs> we uh, so like with Catholic, I had to, my my parents made me get confirmed, which is basically you're like I confirm my belief in Jesus, and then. You do that around like 15, 16, and then they were like, it's your choice now. 
And I'm like, I don't want to go anymore. I don't like this. <laughs> and then so after I did that, I stopped going. And, uh, and then I would go with them on holidays and I actively was like, I actively hate the church. I'm not going anymore. I'm not going to be a part of this. And so now I only go if there's like a wedding or a funeral or something. The one thing I did enjoy about going to church was, was that some Sundays instead of like doing a sermon, my church would have us all meet up and we do this thing called a go day and Mm -hmm. we would like go out and volunteer. That's nice. I like doing that stuff a lot. Like when I think of like my time and years at church, like I think about like volunteering and like the good stuff we did. That's cool. Like, I don't know. I guess I should probably do like some more because like, I don't know. Like I just, I really enjoyed it. Uh, One time for like a youth group, instead of like playing games or like ordering pizza or like talking about God, we went to this like woman's house and we did this yard work for her. And if we wouldn't have done this yard work for her, her house would have been condemned. Oh, really? Yeah, it was that bad. Damn. But eventually it did get condemned because, like, the second floor was falling through. Holy shit, yeah. I mean, that's nice. Like, something like that's really nice is, like, a group of people. And there's, like, things where, like, my buddy Richard's a part of, like, a Black Spring Cleveland. And they do, like, they'll do, like, food um, drives and, like, they'll cook meals and drop them off. And then they... They're an abolish, abolitionist organization, like, with the police and everything. And uh, nice. so they do good things. So, like, there's, like, little organizations that you could find. But uh, I will give certain churches that. They'll do nice things. But they'll always yeah. sneak Christ in it somewhere, which gets me mad. <laughs> but, the, yeah. but they usually they do nice things sometimes. But like, we'll give you money for your rent. You just have to pray for it. <laughs> you just have to pray for eight hours a day for it. <laughs> yeah. <Get> a <laughs> clock in and out. Yeah. All right. So the advice we're giving on today is how to become a vegetarian. Yeah. Uh, if you don't mind asking, uh, why did you choose to become a vegetarian? Um, so when I first became a vegetarian, I was 22. Uh, I'm uh, 35 now. And uh, so I read the book Fast Food Nation. Do you ever read that book? I actually have it. I haven't read it yet. It's worth a read. Um, and it's not even like a book – that necessarily goes really hard into like making anyone a vegetarian. There are some books like that. That's not one of them. But what, what, when I remember reading in Fast Food Nation, it's been a while since I read it because I read it then, was um, the meat industry. And it went into just like how the fast food industries changed the food industry in the United States and everything. And then, so basically, the meat industry was, it's just a terrible industry and it takes advantage of migrant like workers a lot of time and like a lot of people who are like undocumented um it will hire undocumented peoples and like pay them really really low wages because they can and like abuse them and then like it's like a really really dehumanizing job is like working in a it's CAFO I forgot what CAFO used to um I forgot what like that acronym stands for I think it's like Central Agricultural Food something I don't know um Jeremy, can you pull that up, like CAFO, just so I don't sound like too stupid? But um, as he's pulling that up, we'll talk about. So in that book, it talks about that, and then I was kind of like, as it, when I'm like, because I'm like, uh, like a white suburban central uh, concentrated animal feeding operation. Okay, that's what it stands for. Oh no! Nice. So I was a little off. So that's where like they feed, and they're basically just like disgusting pits where they do like pigs, chickens, and like cows, and you can see it like, um. So when I originally got into it, I was like, 
I read that book and I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to give my money to this industry because like, I don't know about you. Like, I don't know if you started younger caring about things that weren't like about yourself. Like, like around that age, I was like, oh, I should care about the world, like in college and stuff like that. So, uh, and people do it younger. I was just, you know, um, lucky to like only just be like fucking, what's it called? Um, can't think of the word selfish (laughs) for like a long time. So I was like, Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to give this industry money. Who's taken advantage of like, like poor and undocumented people. And like, because like they would be treated really shitty and like they'll, they'll have to work really quick to like butcher the animals and then cut the meat out and do all this other stuff. And like, they're not given the proper equipment. So like a lot of them will like maim themselves by like trying to have to work really hard and like by cutting, by like doing that work over and over and over every day you like start to, you stop seeing the animals living creatures and just like a product. So that's where you get like all the animal abuse and stuff like that. Well, they'll like, there's videos of them just like beating the shit out of pigs who can't walk and like, or like picking a cow up with like a forklift and it's like screaming in pain. And it's like, and it's just this thing because it's like a dehumanizing job. And so I was like, I'm not going to give this industry money. I'm going to, I'm only going to buy organic food like organic meat. And then you like learn about that. And that's kind of bullshit too. It's just like uh cage free can mean that there's like a hole in the wall with like a little pen that's grass. So like the chicken has an option to walk outside if it wants. And that constitutes cage free. Oh. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to do that. And then what I did one day was I accidentally didn't eat meat just like by chance, which I wasn't like, I probably done that before this time in my life, but I like, I was like, oh, I didn't eat meat yesterday. And I was like, oh, that that wasn't too hard. I'm not going to eat meat today. And then um, I didn't eat meat that day. And then I went and visited my friends in Columbus and we went to get Chinese food. And I got, uh, I think I got like sweet and sour chicken. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I bought it and I was like, I'm going to eat it. And then I ate it and I was like, this isn't as good as I remember. And I was like, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to eat meat anymore. And then that, from that then on, I uh, I didn't eat meat. And I, and I, uh, I stopped eating meat and seafood as well. Until I went to Japan, I had some sushi, and I felt really bad about it. But um, I was like, I, I flew all the way out to Japan. I'm going to eat some sushi. Yeah, and I don't really know much about Japan, but, like, I know they're an island, so maybe it was better. Kind of. They, like, I mean, I mean, it was just, like, they had, like, I had octopus, which I feel really bad about, because if oh. you've ever seen, like, an octopus, it's really fucking smart. <laughs> like, they could, like, solve problems and stuff. They, oh, like, do, no. like, experiments with them. And I was like, I had some, and it was really good, but I, like, don't want to eat it again. And I was like, I was like, I, I, it was like a, I was like, I'm doing a, you know, life changing experience. I'm going on this long trip by myself out in Japan and my friends, I'm going to eat some seafood with them. And I did, but, um, like, so I read that book and I was like, kind of started doing that. And then when I became vegetarian, like you talked about doing like a, you want to talk about doing like plant-based diet, yeah, which is like, I, I agree with the term. That's like a good way to sneak it into people who are like against vegetarian or vegan and stuff like that. But usually a lot of the guys that are like, they're like, I'm a plant-based diet. They're also like, I don't know, at least in like punk hardcore, they're usually like gross and like anti-vaxxers as well and stuff like that. Not all the time, but some famous ones are. Oh, they're like, oh, let my body heal myself. Yes, exactly. They're like 95% of all diseases are caused by what you put in your body. And I'm like, that's not how, that's not how diseases work, man. (laughs) I get like, I did notice that like. When I first stopped eating meat, like, I uh, I gained weight 
because I was just eating bread and cheese. So if you're just being vegetarian, you could eat like, and you could be a fat vegan too. My, there, there was a, there was a local punk band called fat vegan. That was pretty funny, but, oh, uh, and they were good, <laughs> but there are fat vegans and like, and I'm not trying to like body shame anyone by any meant like that. It's not necessarily like, so like when I originally first started to become vegetarian, I did it as like a reason to not support this industry that I think is shitty. And it was originally, I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to give this, these like corporate giant corporations money that are just treating people like shit. And then I started to like, think about it from more of a, like an animal rights person. Yeah. Um, Am I talking too much? Because this no, is yours. no, no. You're the guest. I really enjoy. I think what you're saying is very like informational and like really well thought out and said. Oh, thanks. But um, I don't want to. I don't want to overstep my bounds. But so yeah, like uh, you couldn't. So <laughs> so thanks, buddy. And then so like I did that, and then um, another good book like for books to read if you're like interested in becoming a vegetarian. I think the Omnivorous Dilemma by Michael Pollan's like a. It's not really necessarily a book that teaches you to like become a vegetarian, but. If you ever if you ever heard of that book, uh-uh. it's really good. It goes into like a history of four foods, uh, four meals. So he does like the first meal he eats. He goes into like the history of like corn because it corns and everything, like in absolutely everything corns in. Yeah. So he goes into that, and then he does a vegetarian diet, and he doesn't really like it. But he goes into like he goes into like the central like the concentrated agricultural feeding operations, those CAFOs, and he goes into that. Excuse me. And uh, he, he talks about that and he, and he eats a vegetarian diet, but he doesn't like it as much. And then he goes into like where he hunts and grows his own food and does that. And he goes hunting and he's like going to shoot uh, – in like California, there's like a wild pig problem. Texas too. They have like a bunch of wild pigs everywhere. Oh, really? Yeah, because people are just like – I think farmers are just dumb sometimes. <laughs> They're like irresponsible. Oh. So there's like these pigs everywhere. And like he's going to hunt this pig to for like – to feed his family so he's like that's the last meal it's like i'm gonna do everything local i'm gonna grow my own food i'm gonna i'm gonna forage my own food i'm gonna kill my own food and he's about to shoot this pig but then like a piglet comes so like the mom so he's like oh it's a mom so he puts his gun down and the guy that he's hunting with is like why'd you do that and he goes well it's it's a mom i'm not gonna like kill it and then the baby's gonna die and then the guy who's hunting is like pigs adopt animals so like if like a pig, if like a pig is killed in the wild, like if he would have killed that pig, that baby pig would have like screamed for a little while, but it would have, unless it was like killed by a predator, it would have been like adopted by another pig that would have like kept and taken care of it. Oh. So like, he's like, oh, I could have killed it. But in that like chapter, I'm like, oh my God, animals are so beautiful. <laughs> I've never heard of a yeah. fucking pig adopting. Like, you know, it's hard enough to get humans to adopt. So like, yeah. uh. So I was like, oh shit. And then like, so that was like in, I read, like I was like starting to care about animals a little bit more. But when I read that, I was like, damn, we don't like give animals enough credit. I don't know if you agree with that. I I do. I, um, I really do like watching animal videos and like a lot of them are like intelligent. They really like, they adapt to their surroundings. Mm -hmm. A lot of times it's like evolution, Mm -hmm. but, um, good. I, I don't know, not to get too off topic. I believe sometimes that like I'm on and off about this, but like I do believe like most people like don't deserve pets. One hundred percent. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Glad you agree. We um my 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 I'm living with a couple guys right now and there was just this yard cat that was just hanging out with us 
And it wasn't feral because it was coming by us. So like yesterday it was like just screaming into like our house. So like I set it up in the garage. I put like a, there was like an extra cat bed. So I put it in the garage, I put some litter and put some food. And it was just like scarfing down this food. And like cats do it, do something to me. Like they make me really emotional. Like I like, dogs are fine too. Like I know I'll pet a dog all day, but it's like a child. I don't really necessarily want one. And, uh, nor need one. But a cat like is like, it does its own thing. And then comes kind of comes by you. But like, it's also like, uh, Joe Briggs and I were driving the other night and we saw like five cats on one street just out. Oh, and I'm like, just feel so like, like if you have a cat, you shouldn't let it be an indoor outdoor cat, especially if in the city. And like, like, because they like kill birds, like a lot, they just kill birds constantly. Oh. So it's not good for like the local bird populations, but like, yeah, I agree with you hundred percent. Like people like shouldn't have pets. Like they don't take care of them or they'll like not get them spayed or neutered when then they'll just like do stupid shit and then they'll just ignore them and stuff like that. One weird thing that I saw was this, I've seen people do it, but this woman I went to high school with posted her smiling with her dog and she's like going to take it neutered. But instead of like saying that she was like, Oh, I'm going to take my dog's manhood today. It's weird. Yeah. (laughs) I, I was like, we should take that dog from you. <laughs> I know. And like, that's a fucking weird thing. Which, so you, you, I, you like agree with that, like about like not everyone should have pets. Yeah. Um, and there's another, there's a book that like people say it like kind of turns people vegetarian. I don't know if that's, a, it's called Eating Animals. And the, the writer who wrote it, it's a good book. The writer read it was it, he was like talking to his son, and they were like cooking meat, and the son was like, "Why don't we eat the dog?" As like a four or five year old, and the dad was just like, "Oh, um, we don't because he's our dog." But he's like, "But why?" And then the dad was like, "I couldn't like he like like the dad was like I don't want to just lie to him," so that he like goes into like eating animals. So like he goes into like just how like humans eat animals like so my dad my dad does like business and international business and we were talking about it one time and i was like hey because he he would never have told my stepmom who was alive at the time uh but like she's like obsessed with pets and stuff like that i was like do you ever eat dog in china he was like yeah and i was like wow i was like is it good he was like that's all right (laughs) so like like, i was like so like other countries and i i get really mad as like a vegetarian like i don't really push my beliefs on anyone like you asked me to talk about it now, so I'll talk about it now. Yeah. But like, you've known me for a while. You know I'm vegetarian, but you know I'm, I don't ever like, I don't make noises. I'm not like gross when someone's eating meat. I don't give a yeah. shit. But like, it does make me really mad when people will be like upset about a dog, something with a dog, and I get it because it's cultural. While they're eating like chicken wings or like a fucking pizza with like pepperoni, which like a pig is smarter than a dog. Yeah. Like like I said, pigs adopt. They I think they have like. I think pigs have like the brain power of like a three-year-old person. Oh, really? I think so. Wow. I don't know. Jeremy, can you pull that up? It's a game Jeremy's got. It's this is cool. This is so much better than Keller just yelling at me. Oh. <laughs> but I don't know for sure. But um, I think they do. I think like uh, like yeah, pigs have like they've like measured it out. I mean, dogs are really smart too. There's a there was this there was this um. Like they they made like this like thing they made this th- this like system where like the dog hits levers to try to like communicate. I read the news article, but like this dog is dreaming 
and then hitting the levers and explaining what's happening in the dream. Oh, really? Yeah. There's like this study that's going on and like it keeps talking about this weird animal that's in its dream that is recurring. So like the idea that like uh, pigs are believed to be the one of the most delicate chips to dial fence. I mean, like we, everyone like loves... Everyone loves elephants and stuff yeah. like that, but like they're like pigs are just as smart. So like, like I like I'll tell people this. They'll be like eating like my coworkers. It's usually coworkers I get mad about because they'll be like, "Well, you know, I care about dogs. I care about cats." And then they'll be like talking about this. I'm like, "Do you know pigs adopt?" And like then they're like, "What?" Yeah, it's a dog and even three year old child. So pigs are smarter than like a three year old. So yeah. I just think it's weird that like. So that's why this guy wrote this book, and he goes in and he gives like there's like a. In the book, he gives you, like, recipes for different culture foods. Like, he gives you – there's, like, a Filipino dog soup. And it's, like, uh-huh. that. that's, like, served at weddings. And he gives you, like, the whole recipe for it and stuff like that. And I just get real mad when people are, like, get mad about Chinese eating dogs. But we just, like, have cows. and We have, like, veal in boxes and it's never allowed to walk. You know what yeah. I mean? So I just I just think it's, like, hypocritical. So I'm just, like – I'm not, and I'm also not vegan, so like I get that. I'm kind of hypocritical as well. So, no, you're good. Yeah. Do you think I'm? Do you think we're going to convince anyone to be vegetarian? Uh, I hope. <laughs> Are you going to become vegetarian? I'm thinking about maybe eating less meat. I think that's. I I've, I've already started. Yeah, I think it's good for your own body and just like the planet. There's a. So those are the, those are good books like Eating Animals, Omnivore's Dilemma, uh, Fast Food Nation kind of. There's other like vegan vegetarian books, movies that are worth watching. Food Inc's really good. Um, it doesn't necessarily go in; it just goes into like the processed food and everything like that. Yeah. Food Inc's really good. Um, Forks over knives. It goes into like meat industry and like just about how meat's bad for you. Uh, there's like this one fat, sick, and nearly dead. That's like a movie about juicing. That's pretty good. But there's the one that like my friend who still eats meat, but has kind of cut it out a little bit out of his mostly out of his diet is. It's called Cowspiracy, which has the very worst, yeah, worst fucking name for um, a documentary. But can, uh, Jeremy, can you pull up like the Cowspiracy like facts? Is it, is that the one where the cow has like a barcode on it? It may. Yeah, I think so. It, it was on Netflix for a little while. Yeah. There's like, if you go to the Cowspiracy website, you'll bring up facts. And this is the fact that always does kind of blow my mind. Um, uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Then there, they made a movie called What the Health with this stupid name. There's there's so many good like documentaries, but they always have the worst <laughs> fucking names. What the hell? Uh, do you, uh, infographic. Hell yeah. So this one, I'm always like, okay, this is what, like, if you go on the plant-based diet and stuff like that. But the craziest thing is water usage. So one hamburger, just to make one hamburger, is 660 gallons of water that's go that used to go into one hamburger, which is the equivalent to showering for two months. Oh, wow. That's the one, like, where, like, I've, like, my friend told me that one. I was like, yeah, man, that's kind of, you know, that, that that's fucked. And, like, but that's, like, the crazy, because, like, the water that goes into, like, growing the corn that there goes into then giving the cows and then giving the cows the money and just, like, it's just, like, the amount of, like, wa- and, like, I don't know if you pay attention to the news, but we're, we're running out of water. Yeah. <laughs> Except, like, I mean, Nestle has it. That's pretty cool. And, and Coke. But, like, yeah, uh, this, this is pretty remarkable. This is crazy. This one is like the one where it's just such a stupid name for a documentary where if I like 
would have like it's just but this these like yeah it's like like the waste from a farm of 2500 dairy cows equals the waste from a city of 411,000 people like that's just so much shit Jesus yeah like these are the ones where I'm like okay this is something so like even if you're just like I even feel like I'm still gonna eat meat I just eat like less meat I'm not gonna tell you like to stop but um it's something I do care about though this is gonna catch up with us like there's like it says one and two Acres of rainforest are cleared every second. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that, like, they had to do that mm-hmm. for the meat industry. And because it goes for the palm oil and, like, the cow- like the amount of, like, like, um, like, the amount of, like, land and resources and, like, natural resources that go into, like, making burgers, chicken, stuff like that. It is, it is remarkable. That's why, like, stuff like Impossible Burgers and Beyond Meat, like, especially now, like, so when I became a vegetarian, like, they had, like, Boca burgers, but they were just shit. Uh-huh. Like black a black bean burger's garbage. It's always been oh, garbage. Really? Yeah, I just I don't like it. Some places make a good veggie burger, but it's not like a burger. But like when I cook like an impossible burger, or if I cook like uh an um a beyond burger, like a beyond sausage, to me, like it's been so long since I've had proper meat that like it's like it ticks enough boxes that I'm like, this feels like I'm eating a cheeseburger like when I was a kid. Oh, cool. Because I it's never that like <clears throat> I'm not going to tell you meat's not delicious. Like, yeah. meat smells good, but, like, and it, like, tastes delicious, of course. But it's, like, it's just, like, I mean, it's, like, it, these, like, these, it's just, it's un, it's in, it's unsustainable. So that's why, like, I'm, like, if you don't care about that, like, if you, I, we all, like, have to be in this together. That's why, like, stuff like the Beyond stuff is a good replacement. Like, even if you're not, like, I'm going to cut out meat entirely instead of just buying burger. But it is also, like, a... It's expensive, so yeah. I get that. Like, if you're struggling with money, it's harder to buy, like, the fake meat. But there's more companies that are making better fake meat and stuff like that, which is good. So it's good. It's better for your health too. I, nice. I I've noticed. I when I became vegetarian, I wasn't getting sick as much. I was like, I just felt better, and I would like you'll start to eat more vegetables. And if you're like eating more vegetables, it's good for you in general. But uh, yeah. Yeah, so that's something I think it's I think if you, my advice is if you're like I'm going to cut out meat just start gradually and don't do it if uh, you don't actually want to do it because if you're like going to force yourself and you really like meat and you don't your heart's on it you're never going to stop just but just be smarter about it eat a little bit less meat that's good um, do you have any closing remarks about any last uh, advice or tips um, buy like impossible and beyond burgers like every like just try that once and just get like my brother-in-law who's like just like a like a, he just like is a dumb guy. I love him to death, yeah. but he's just like a dumb guy. He like he'll like buy those and cook them every once on. He's like these are good. It's like, you know, it tastes like a burger. I'm like, yeah, man, that's why they're making them. They're not even made for vegetarians mostly. They're honestly like made for like people to like eat less meat. That's like what oh. they're marketed towards is like because it, it is unsustainable. Like it's it's not we're not going to be able like meat's going to be really really expensive once we stop like subsidizing it and we're not everyone's going to be able to afford it so that's like you know one of the things so yeah yeah i i, I recommend trying to be vegetarian a couple of days a week it'll it'll help you out uh financially and it'll help your health your belt all the good stuff i just broke my belt before this podcast remember i, I walked in with a broken yeah um you know what next time i make burgers i'm gonna try the impossible burgers try them they come in packs of two so right. I mean, and it's like four or five bucks. You and your you and your girlfriend could try them. Yeah, put some cheese on it. It'll nice. taste. You, it's and if you grill it or like put it on the stove, you'll like 
it tastes pretty legit. All right. I think you'll really like it. I think I think that's my my advice is start with that and then try those books and movies that I talked about if you're like more interested in it. Thank you. Um, where can people find you on social media? Um, my name is I like a comedy is like Michael Strank and my I th- my uh, my Instagram is I think it's at Michael Strank and then Twitter's at Mike Strank I think and then uh, I do a podcast called Bored to Life with uh, Alex Keller. Alex Worldwide Keller, he's a professional wrestler, semi-retired. They're gonna, be, I think he and his tag team partner are wrestling in Philadelphia in October. Oh, nice! Yeah, which will be pretty good. And uh, he's a maniac, and we just talk about shit and yes. like don't really like different things. Like uh, we had Wilson Rivera on of you know Gold Knox Studios with nice. uh, Teach These Devils, and uh, we've had Joe Briggs. I want to get you on. I want to get all. I want to get all my comedy friends on. So. Uh, but yeah, we'll yeah. just we'll talk about different things, and then, you know, Keller um, has been open about it. There's a couple times where he's gone in a couple meth binges. Okay, and he talks been really talks about that. I think those are good ones to start. We had a we had one of the guys from Chapo Trap House on. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, and we talked about an anime, so that was pretty fun. And we've had some of the Street Fight guys from Columbus on, and so we've had some guests, and it's a it's fun. We've got like 80 episodes, so yeah, check All that right. out. That's a good place to find me. Cool. Also, Mike is a part of the Mike Polk Jr. show. Yeah, I'm a part of that once a month now. You can check hilarities.com. I don't know when this one's going to air, but it seems like they have one in August. and Not in August. I think September. Oh, September I think all the Fridays 10th. are booked, yeah. I'm seeing Slipknot that night. Otherwise, I'd come out. Oh, the Slipknot? Yeah. Where are they playing? Uh, Incarceration Fest. Where the fuck's that? It's uh it's a plan of words, so it's like incarceration. Yeah. So ink is for like tattoo because there's gonna be fifty tattoo artists. Okay. And it's called incarceration because it's at the Mansfield Reformatory. It's wild. Yeah. Are you gonna get tattooed? Probably not. Do you have any tattoos? No. Oh shit. Neither do I. Nice. Yeah. But uh maybe you and I should get our first tattoo together. We should get like a matching one. <laughs> okay. I was I wanna get my cat's face. If I get a tattoo, it's just gonna be my cat's face on my body. I'll get your cat's face. Okay, too. deal. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me, Brad. I hope I didn't talk too much. No, you talked the perfect amount. That's fantastic. Which whichever amount of time you would have talked right. is the perfect amount. <laughs> You're a great guy. And thanks, Brad. After hearing you in headphones, I do think your voice is good. Thank you very much, man. I knew it was good before. <laughs> But uh, all right. Thanks, guys, for listening. I'm signing off. Thank you for uh, listening to Brett Talk. Uh, Give me a follow at Brett Thomas on Facebook and Brett Thomas 1896 on Instagram. Uh, Please uh, leave a five-star review on anywhere you listen to this podcast. They all help. Thank you.